Welcome to Slayer Fest 98. Ian Carlos Crawford. Uh, today I have with me writer and 90s TV aficionado Latoya Ferguson. Yay! Yay. Latoya also co-hosts with me sometimes. Happy Pride, everyone! Yay! Uh, and down there we have writer and writer. writer. <laughs> Start starts and ends there. <laughs> I was like, trying to think of like something shitty. <laughs> That's what we got. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Devin Maloney. Yay! Yay. Yay. Number two. <laughs> and at the end, we have writer and podcaster. Hi, everybody. I'm, my name is Victor Curry. Yay. Yay! So everyone here has been on the podcast before. We have. I figured we would give our puppy origins since normally that's what we all do on our first episode. This is our first live one. So. My puppy origin is my mother got me into it. Uh, my mom, who's a lot older, she's now 72. She hates every time I say that, but I know it's appropriate. It's like, no. it like, it's the truth. It's the <laughs> but it also like, gives context to. Yeah, right? So she was into it when you were a kid. She was into it, yeah, and she was still clearly not the demographic. Right. But she, she approved of it. But she loved it. She loved it. Um, she said it was like her first big intro to anything where like a woman was a hero and didn't like a man and you know all that and she always we did a special episode together of the podcast where she said that what drew her to that was like whenever shows they watched as kids or cowboys and indian shows um and the woman was always being like tied in the tracks and that was like all the women did and so she said that's why she like loved Buffy like immediately and uh yeah so that was what got me into it i remember the first time i watched it my mom was sitting in the kitchen watching it on her little, like, we had this little, you know, she box TV at the time, crying because Buffy had just stabbed Angel. <laughs> <laughs> and also, our other special guest is here, Kennedy herself. Hi. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're giving our Buffy origins, so I'm sure you'll have an interesting mm. one. I was just saying that my mother was aged out of Buffy, but loved it because it was like the first thing when the woman in charge. What do you mean aged out of Buffy? Well, she was the target demographic. She was the target demographic. She was in the 1834 round. Yeah, I was the same age they all were when the show was on, so my mom, you know. But yeah, that's my Buffy origin, and I remember watching her cry over Buffy stabbing Angel and being like, what are you doing? She was like, you don't understand, and she was just like ugly crying. And then I was like, oh, I kind of like this show. And then as a positive baby gay, happy Friday, everyone. As a positive baby gay, I would say, oh, I have a crush on Faith. And that's vice versa. Latoya, would you like to give us your lovely origin? Of course. So the first season I watched live was season six with my my mother and my younger siblings. So we all got to watch Buffy and Spike put the house down together. Uh, and was like, this was like right before freshman year of high school too. So like that was a great time for all of us. Um, but yeah, uh, so recently started watching it uh, during the summer before season six, like right during when they were syndicating like season five episodes. So like I wasn't the, the weirdest first like three episodes. It was like the replacement, which is two Xanders. And then uh, I was made to love you, which is robot, like April the robot, and then the gift. Oh my god. <laughs> Those are my first three 
did you did less they, than a year for sure. Everything happened within a year. Did they tell you Kennedy was going to be a lesbian or was no. she involved in no. no, it was just I should find that scene also. It was just a little flirty scene, um, you know, very fun. I had a lot of fun with it. And then and it wasn't like that when I actually got the script. And then I was also was told I was only doing one episode. Oh. So um, I, you know, I should have taken it more seriously than I probably did. <laughs> and um, and then just you know, right before the next one was about to, um, uh, you know, they said, "Oh, you're the, you're the next one." Oh, awesome! It was nice. Well, I guess I didn't die. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just it was just one small guest star, and then. They did the same thing. Oh, you're, I think you're going to be in the next one. Really? I'm going to be in three? And then by the time the fourth one came around and I read the script, I'm like, oh, I think kind of it's spoken. And then uh, they're leading me to believe you. And then at that point, I was like, shit, I really need to work on this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I started, yeah, then I started like, going to go to post production. Like, I need, I need to see the show. Like, give me some tape. And back then it was VHS still. So I go home with these VHS watch them, get familiar with the show. And then I, you know, I work. I did a whole biography on Kennedy because I thought, wow, she's not just like a two-liner. I kind of, I, I did out her history, you know, and did a whole thing on her. And, and yeah, and then I, I, I watched as much as I could. But then we were so busy on set, like the four hours right. were so crazy that I wasn't able to watch so much. But yeah. All right. Um, so you're not so mad at me, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Always forgiven. Uh, you. Yeah, I'll safe. The flag safe. <laughs> pandering to her audience. <laughs> uh, Devin, would you like to give us your puppy origin? Sure, yeah. I hadn't uh, watched the show until 2016. So, oh, she had um, yeah. friends on Twitter. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, one of my best friends growing up um, was a huge buff, um, very much pun intended. Uh, you know, we, we grew up watching like, Star Trek together, we're very like, nerdy, whatever. Uh, Buffy just always seemed too campy and like over the top for me, and partially it had something to do with the fact that like the episode that she kept trying to get me into the show with was the musical episode, and I thought it was the corniest thing I'd ever seen. Like uh, we we both did like musical theater, and, and it just seemed I, I didn't understand it. You had zero favorite memories now. Yeah, yeah, and like I think I'd like seen a, an episode here and there. It was just like not for me at all. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, and I so, you know, over the years, episodes here and there, I try to get into it, but obviously it's not like airing, right. full, like pre-streaming culture, there's not a whole lot of uh, opportunities to do that. Um, and then I guess, yeah, it was the summer of 2016. I don't know, like I was a freelancer at the time and, and had a lot of time on my hands <laughs> Twitter at my at my fingertips. Um, and so I started watching it and I watched the first couple of, couple of episodes and then somebody said something, <laughs> the hell it was, but somebody said like, you really need to watch those like maybe the first two episodes of the first season and then skip directly to the end of the first season and go from there. Was that good advice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the next so for the next like month or two, I like was binging it pretty heavily and like live tweeting it. And people, this is one of those shows, and I don't think it's like it's gotta be like a lot of different genre shows where like people who love the show love watching people do it for the first time. I they yeah. love it. That was oh how I found Devin on Twitter, and then I like <laughs> replied to every single tweet she had about it. I'm like, oh my god, about this. Oh my god, about this. And it was so much. It was so fun. It was like something that like it, you can't, you couldn't have had that same kind of experience when you were a kid. Because 
you know, I guess you'd like have your friends over and, and you know, watch it if you had VHS tapes or whatever. But um, it was definitely like a very communal experience and got a lot of like coaching on the sidelines and I made a lot of friends and and yeah, I ended up writing just a couple of things about it here and there. It was like the 20th anniversary. And, um, but yeah, now, now look at me. Yeah, now, now you have friends. Now we're here, we're all here together. Uh, Victor, would you like to give us your book origin? Yeah, so I actually started with the first season, I was in college when the show came out. It was on WDB. Um, the first one I saw was The Witch, where uh, Amy and her mom, and I was like, oh my God, because I like witches. I like everything about witches and warlocks. And I thought this was a great series at the time when I was in college. So I just stayed with it for a little bit. I kind of lost track. Um, and then I got into the second season, and the second season really got me really into it, just especially the part when um, Angel, you know, kind of went evil, and I was like, oh, uh, so, okay. Just, this is so much yeah, this, <laughs> so, so I was like, okay, so, okay, virginity, come evil, okay, stay for a little bit longer, and then, um, you know, as I was graduating from college, the final, the final episode was the one where she had to kill Angel. And it was kind of weird because it was like, okay, I'm graduating from college. She had to make this big, you know, decision and everything. I was like, I have to make this big decision. What am I going to do after college? So it was kind of a nice closure to real life. Um, but really sad. And if you if you ever watch an episode, I'm sure you have a lot of times. Um, Sarah does a good cry. And it was just that moment of when she just looked and then she put her hands up to her mouth. And I was like, that's how I feel right now. I'm just a poor man. I have no job. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my origin to it. And then afterwards, I kept watching and watching. Actually, I didn't see the third season on track because um, I moved to Georgia. And one half of the campus that I worked at didn't have cable. So I didn't get a chance to watch the third season until later that summer. Um, but then I kind of stayed with it, graduate school went, and then I moved to Ithaca, New York. And they didn't have W, what, PM, I think it was what college time. So I didn't get to see six or seven until later. I had to literally, this is a real big flashback. I had to like order videotapes of season six through eBay. <laughs> <laughs> several times back and forth. And it, it's just a show that really just catches you. And I feel like it's funny people say that um, you can take it seriously. I thought it was the top tier of all fantasy shows. So when it came to like charm, I thought charm was like the cheapest of the cheap. Charm and passion were basically twins to me. And so I just like, okay, if it's not lucky, it's not legit. So that was kind of why they put it into the whole series. You yeah, already just gave me a look. Oh, <laughs> Do you have opinions on charm? No. <laughs> They're going to be like, my parents were going to charm. I wanted to hear what she had to say. I love Charmed, but my problem with Charmed is uh, basically the opposite of Buffy, where it's like, it's very bad when it comes to like Shades of Grey. It's mm -hmm. a very black and white show. Yeah. Uh, and 
uh, my beloved friend, uh, <laughs> Kayla Kamari, uh, who writes for Honest Journal. Um, before she was enlightened, she was like the biggest charm fan in the world. She had never watched Buffy. And then back in our, our before we got started getting paid to write for Hot TV, um, back in our blogging days, we had a, a podcast debate about Buffy versus Charm. The Buffy side. She, she's the Charm side. That sounds fun. And it was just me murdering her. Boss. <laughs> Oh, oh, I mutual friend, like, like, had to be the neutral referee, and go, oh, no, stop this. She has since, like, come to the Buffy side. She understands, but, yeah. Whenever Charm... The new Charm is great, by the way. Whenever, yeah. Whenever Charm comes up when the boys are around, we get sidetracked on a Charm. I mean, I can keep going on. I can keep going. I'm stopping it right But, okay, so, why do we all think that the Buffy's still so... Relevant and so popular, you know, five thousand years later. Mm-hmm. We're also old, approximately. Yeah. I think in the writing, but oh, yeah. you guys have way more to say. Oh, I mean, you must you like, literally lived it. Yeah, it is. The, <laughs> the piece of it. What? Oh, I thought you were just like literally like a cow. You're right. It definitely the, the writing. Uh, literally, the, the show is the reason I started writing. I was just like, I fell off the show, and I literally just, uh, in a notebook, write quotes from the show. That I just like, became obsessed with it. It was just so witty and smart. And I just, uh, I was a weird kid. Um, so the show's actually, no, it's not, yeah, I'm still weird. But yeah, uh, I was obsessed. I was always kind of obsessed with writing. Um, like, the shows that I always watched, and the reason my mom forced me to watch the WB because I was a weirdo, uh, David Kelly shows. She made me watch the WB. She forced me to watch the kids are watching. So I was like, I was watching like Alan McBeal and The Practice, and I'm like, I was like, I love you, but like, be normal. <laughs> so I started watching the WB, and like, I'll watch the WB, and like, oh, I'm in love with the last two shows. I'm still not. Normal, <laughs> but like, uh, and also, and also, my mom, uh, my Nigerian mom, like, pushed me away again from becoming a, a lawyer. So, there you go, mom. It's normal now. <laughs> no, I think um, it's interesting that you, you talk about the writing, obviously, like, that was part of in my epic last week. Um, that was one of the things that, like, people respond to the most, obviously, is, like, the direct quotes, like, the direct bits of dialogue that were just, like, so perfect, and you can't, like, read I, Yeah, yeah, and, and it just, like, and it, it, they stick around, those are the things that you, like, kind of later, um, but, um, also something that Victor was saying earlier was the, the idea that, like, it, each season, uh, so, some more than others, um, really perfectly, like were perfect uh, metaphors for for different parts of your life, especially if you're watching it as a young person in any capacity, whether you're in college or watching it. And uh, I I loved seeing the sex so deeply. When I think a lot of people who like watched it the first time around when it was on the air hated seeing the sex, hated it so much. It was so like uh, depressing, whatever. But for me at the time, I was like, oh man, this is like this is like being in your twenties. This is <laughs> Like, yeah, you, you, all the all the all the magic of the world is <laughs> <Right. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> in your eyes, and yeah, you just kind of have to like. Uh, I think that is what has like translated across the years and made it so visual now for like newcomers, whatever. Is that it does perfectly map, especially for like in various parts of your life. It was a kind of um, 
Yeah. And I relate to these more a lot because I have trash taste in Parker Abrams. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, I, so many Parker Abrams in college, I apologize <laughs> to everyone. <laughs> I, I will say that, you know, I love like creatures and fantasy and mythology, and I felt like the show did all that really well. They really challenged things that we've always seen, that, which is why I always struggle with charm, is why it is very black and white. But at least with Buffy, you've got all types of demons and, and all types of spells and things and situations that will happen. It's like, well, that's really creative. And being, like, self-aware. Yeah. and being a writer who loves to write stuff like that, it's like, okay, this is really something out of the box. Uh, I feel like nowadays we don't have shows that really go as far as Buffy did um, when it came to those fantasy pieces. So, uh, I mean, I'll give True Blood a little bit of that, just a little bit. I will, I will, <laughs> but, but I will give Vampire Diaries that. <laughs> and I, you know what? I will give them, put a lot of time on that, but I will give them that because at first I really shaded them because I was like, they were supposed to be the True Blood light, but actually, watched the entire thing. Besides Bonnie, so it was good, but I just feel like they really did a good job with the monsters and the, and the fantasy and the demons and all that stuff. Yeah, it was just like, wow, this is really, really, really creative. And it's sad that we don't really have that much out right now that it kind of does that. So what was it like coming into the show after, after Tara having... Like, you got to remember, I hadn't watched the show. Right. So okay. I didn't have. Well, what about the, the response? response that, that, you weren't expecting. Yeah, yeah. I worked in my favor. Who knows? True. What my approach would have been like, or how you know, yeah. um, had I known the history, right. or you know, maybe yeah. Penny would have been a completely different person. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Because writing, pretty much, you know, is there. Yeah. Yeah. We don't have to do much the writing so well. But what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, how about like the response that people had um, at the tail? Because the show, the, the season that you're on is like the tail end of the show. Mm-hmm. You have fans obviously now for like years and years after the fact. You have like people coming up to you. You know, um, like what was the the? Uh, like, I don't think we were the what the response, the response. fans response, whatever. I don't think we were. I I mean, we weren't fully aware of what was happening. I would hear things on set of like responses, but. I mean, isn't that when, I don't know that, I know there wasn't a lot of social media, but yeah. like, what was the way that people would respond? Was it, it was like, the forums, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I obviously am not good at social media now, so back then, I didn't, but I would hear, you know, from the other potentials, they were more into that than I was, so, um, and um, I think maybe I, I just didn't really uh, pay too much attention because I didn't want to interfere with, you know, what, what yeah. we were doing, and I didn't, otherwise, I, I hear, I heard a lot about it. Lash a lot of negativity, especially in my characters, especially after Tara. So I, the last thing I wanted was to be right. affected by that. Would be like, oh my god, everyone hates me. So you have leaned into where like, oh, you hate me, I'll make you hate me. Guess what? Can you kill Buffy? You know, we'll never know, but we can. Uh, yeah. We, we were saying uh, yesterday that if like, the show would continue, they'd be like, because you have to just be a full character in one season, basically, and none of these characters had to do that. But if you had gotten more to do, obviously, people would have, like, the tide no turn. Like, yeah. Actually, Kennedy is great. Right. Love right. There wasn't yeah. enough of, like, evolution. There wasn't enough. It was, like, boom, boom, yeah. boom. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of, yeah. 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 Um, We'll talk about our favorite, some of our favorite Buffy moments. My, I mean, my favorite season is season five. Season three and five are my favorite. Um, for me, the graduation day finale. I like, I'm just like, my babies. I'm so proud of them all for fighting. They all did such a good job. Um, but even 
for me, like, Willow just being queer was such a big deal for me, and it, like, did help coming out. My mom, I mean, my mom loved Buffy, so she wasn't conservative, but she, she didn't get the Willow and Tara were a couple. She would be like, oh, nice gal pals. Closing out the scene, Willow kind of go dark was kind of neat because you got a kind of a taste of that. And also, when you think about the end of season six, you got to see Willow do the best Dark Phoenix we've ever seen. Yeah, just actually, actually, just watch that, and that is your best Dark Phoenix you're gonna get for a while. Um, and then season seven was great because it was just that whole type of everything. We already saw the first. Um, and previous, I think two seasons before me. Um, but I love the fact that we got to see the potentials, there were people of color added to it. Um, and my last thing I would say is justice for Kendra. Justice for Kendra! Because if anybody decides to come back, 
I absolutely think having a new slayer, you could cameo as, you know, Kenny yeah. helping this young girl, mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. and... <laughs> so because of the podcast, I've said that they thought it would even be cooler to be like, oh, say that she's at a school and there's another slayer at the school, because there's so many slayers yeah. now, that could be a thing. Uh, I think that would be really cool, and that way everyone could cameo if they wanted to, but the story would hinge on if, you know, David Boreanaz or Sarah Trigella was coming back, the story's completely separate from that, and if they want to give them three hours of their time, they can, and then they can cameo. Mm -hmm. And that's what I want. Yeah. And I do like justice for charisma, honestly. Oh, yeah. Just for so many. Hey, Ari, what would be your idea? Mm -hmm. <laughs> 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 um, just make it diverse. Uh, because I would love to see more characters of color in this world, um, but also in fantasy, because we're not in this world at all at times, so I'd love to see that, queer it up, and put it on Netflix or something like that where we get a little bit more realism to it. I feel like it's hard to take like Network. other yeah, yeah, yeah. those channels seriously nowadays, so put it on you know, a good streaming service, we can see it all. I'm going to defend yeah. the CW. The CW Fox, so... <laughs> no, they've gotten better. They've gotten better. Yeah. They've gotten better. I'll, I'll give them that. They have Emmy Award winners and nominees on CW. I so. love my sophomore porn, Riverdale. It's great. It's true. I love Riverdale. Riverdale hurt. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> you, have to, you have to be really dedicated to, like, the insanity of, of yeah. shows like that. Like, Later seasons of True Blood, like yeah. of True Blood, like I, I will stand for that show yeah. forever. Just because it's so insane. There's no, there's no rules. And I feel like everybody agreed that there was going to be no rules towards the end. That's true. That's and it's fun. That's true. Yeah, so thank you all for listening and for coming to join us. Thank you for being a part Yeah, thank you. Follow us on Twitter at, at SlayerFestX98. We have a Patreon for iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud. Thank you. Yay. 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 Yay.